Scallywags, scoundrels, rogues, and rebels, Asylum Studios is pleased to present a show that will bend your mind, scramble your morals, and ruin your good taste. This is not a show to take home to your mother and definitely not one for the children. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chaos and Disorder. Welcome back into Chaos and Disorder. I am your host with the most, the talent, Rick Fleer, joined as always by the aged wonder, Mr. Rick Briggs. And uh, I want to make sure I get this quote right. The effing spiky-haired F, our executive producer, Mr. Alejandro Finkelstein. Nailed it. Rick's in a good mood tonight. <laughs> I don't believe I said that. I believe you said it word for word. I cleaned it up for public consumption. I see. But thank you, Andy Frampton. Even though you told me to go to hell last week, um, that's okay <laughs> for bringing us in. You can find him on TikTok and Facebook at Bronco Swanson. And, of course, rival lovers for the great music all the time. You can find him on YouTube. On Twitter at Real Rival Lovers and fellas, hold on, let me Google. Let me flip through my pages. Yeah, um, is it? Uh, it starts with a C. No, no, no. Um, uh, um, I remember Bandcamp. Thank you very much. Of course, and email the show. Oh, you're beating me to it. You're not going to let me do my shtick. No, because you'll get chaos and disorder pod at gmail.com what about at chaos and disorder on twitter that's your or asylum fantasy sports.com for all the show archives if you just can't get enough of this so you you're an angry guy yes in general that's kind of your baseline but you seem particularly angry today what's going on you all right there's been numerous things to anger me okay let's list them the Olympics. The Olympics anger you. Yes. Okay. Um, some of the stuff that we covered on the Asylum Sports Show, we won't really get into them. You can listen to that. Yes. Um, Fridays here at AsylumFantasySports.com. Yes. Indubitably. And um, and there's something else that I'm that I want to cover right off the bat. All right. Is it Finkelstein? No. Because Mitch has him in his place, so I'm not too uh, yeah. worried about him. Is he here? Yes, he's here. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. There he is. But anyway, I'm not sure which one I want to cover first. But I think I'll cover this one first. You know, you remember the story that, oh, I don't know, it was a couple of months ago. You and I are probably two of the hardest people in the world to offend. Yeah, you couldn't offend me with a 12-pound hammer. Yet, we both unanimously agreed that review about the Auschwitz touring. Uh, ah, yes. Fun that was offensive. That, yeah, that. yeah, that was offensive. Well, I came across this story. And it is it's disturbing. Okay. Okay, Florida police are applauding a landscaper who leaped into action to save a man having a seizure. Okay? All right. So I don't find this offensive yet. No. The scene unfolded Monday in Palm Beach County when a landscaper only identified as Tony was walking to work in a residential neighborhood and saw a man in a moving car having a serious seizure. All right. Tony rushed to the man and even tried to use his bare hands to stop the car from moving. Well, good for Tony. Right. Without thinking twice, Tony ran up to the rolling car on Dunes Road and grabbed the fender and tried to stop it from rolling down the street further. Local deputies wrote in a Facebook post. It ran over, over Tony's foot, but thankfully he had steel toe boots on. Okay, so he really didn't get hurt. The car stopped on a homeowner's lawn, but the car's windows were up and the doors locked. Tony reportedly began yelling for others to help him, prompting the homeowners to reportedly come out of their house and yell at Tony, get off our lawn, get the man out of here, get this, don't hit that button yet, <laughs> have him die somewhere else. Oh, wow. Get off my lawn. Yeah. I mean, it was a very sad, in quotes, a very sad moment for Tony, but he kept at it. And the landscaper finally got into the car, figured out where the man lived who was right down the street, and got ran to his house, got his wife, called the police, and they showed up and, and took care of the guy. 
That to me <laughs> is more disturbing than fun for the whole family at Auschwitz. Let him die somewhere else. <laughs> Did they happen to give any demographic information? On the homeowners. I wish they did. Because I picture the gentleman, assuming it was a gentleman, looking very similar to you. And I'm no. torn between thinking this is the most awful thing I have ever heard and also thinking I can see up until. Actually, you ruined my stick with the last part, the let him die somewhere else. Everything up until that statement I could picture you doing. No. Yes, because you, you know are the, quick to anger. You know who I see? I see a, a man or woman, it doesn't matter, 32, oh, 33. You, you think it's the Finkelstein millennial type. The tennis shorts, <laughs> the tennis shoes. You know, the sunglasses on the head. Ah, that's a good look. You know, the sweater around the neck, you know, just coming out, you know, maybe holding a tennis racket or something of that, getting ready to get into their Beamer to run to the club. Right. Well, you got to go to the club. (laughs) Sure. The Clizzub, as the kids call it. Exactly. That's who I see. Yeah. Or an angry old guy. I mean, an angry old guy would just get a shotgun or something, you know, and. So, so that's what Rick's saying. I'd have just come out blasted. <laughs> the, the hell with this. Or a German shepherd to the crotch, I think you've said before. <laughs> yeah, True. you, you True. have threatened that. Yes. But you know her. Somebody's, she's, she's a nice dog, however. She's let very me, protective. Won't let me pee in peace, unfortunately. <laughs> <No>. But <laughs> they need to do some follow-up with, with this family. I mean, they, they, you got I got to see that interview, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean... You said it was Florida, right? Yes. So it's some New York transplant, right? Really self-important. And I can't be bothered by the carcass on my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Imagine all the cameras. I don't have my hair done. I mean, these are the type of things that And happen. apparently this guy must have lived right down the street. So they know it. <laughs> Drag him back to his house. Yeah. Let him die in his driveway, for God's <laughs> sakes. Yeah, ruining property values around here. <laughs> yeah, don't die here. You'll stink. It's yeah. hot in Florida. Now, I'm not the hero type. So, so what was the guy's name? Tony, did you yes. say? I, I don't think I'd be what doing what Tony did, you know. I thought the story, I thought where you're going with it was everybody was just standing around recording it while this guy was stroking <laughs> out, roaming down the street is where I thought that story was going. And I was going to have a fit about Gen Z, and because that's all they do, you know. You know, there's always right. these videos of these somebody being attacked or something awful happening to them, and you never see anybody helping them. But we we sure got time to yeah. get the phone out and record it and yell "World Star" yeah. or whatever Br- that means. Brutal beating caught on tape. Me, you know, it's caught on 18 different phones <laughs> right. where four people's beating up one where nobody could have helped this poor guy. So, yeah, right. So I don't get that, but um, so you you don't think that would be you? So if I stroked no. out on your front yard, you would help me and not yell at me for oh, making a bunch of noise in the yard. Of course I would. Yell at me? I would yell at you while I was helping you. <laughs> oh, well that's good. Yeah. I, I like to do that. Yes. So yes. you say you're angry about the Olympics, right? Yes. I I got to tell you, every year coming into it. I say, I got no juice for the Olympics. I don't care about any of these sports. And then you flip it on at night. There's nothing else on because the Olympics are on. I can't turn away from this stuff. I'm watching stuff I don't understand, didn't know existed until three days ago. Have you seen the, uh, they're in kayaks or canoes, and they're like in a wave pool. And I have not seen yes, that. <laughs> and they're like paddling through slaloms like the skiers do. It's like... Nice canoe mogul or i don't know what it's actually called i got no clue what the hell's going on i don't know how fast is fast enough or what's a good time but i can't turn away from it it looks like the wave pool at joga lake and they're just Man, could, that be cool they could introduce a couple crocodiles into it or something see that that, that would really be interesting neat. the obstacle course but i mean this is a dumb sport i can't believe it's in the olympics i can't turn away from it sunday i logged an hour and a half with badminton Badminton. I love it. I can't get away from it. Was it badminton? No, it was handball. Did handball. You, yeah, I don't did understand. Did you see? Did you see where the Norwegian women's handball team refused to wear 
bikini bottoms. In the oh, this Olymp- is the big thing. This and the year. Olympic Committee fi- is fining them. Yeah. The singer Pink said, I'll cover the fines. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it went that far. I'd heard that yes. story. Because that's been kind of a running theme of the Olympics is why does every female athlete have to wear a thong? Right. Like, like I kind of got it for the beach volleyball players. But, yeah, I don't know why the handball players, you know, look, I, I'm a man. I'm not going to lie. I know right. you're not supposed to in this Me Too world. I like to see the cheeks, but I don't think I need to for the handball team or the, you know, the, the archery. You know, and you actually, I don't probably need to see your butthole for that. You actually have to find a woman <laughs> Who doesn't want to show her yeah. cheeks? I mean, my God! Yeah, I, I normally don't get into this and, debate. And that is such a hypocritical world because then, if somebody makes an inappropriate comment to a woman in the workplace after watching twelve hours of, of women running right. around bikinis, yeah. they're fired, and, and he's a boob. I mean, I don't get it. Why do they sexualize yeah. this and make them be that way? It's insane to me. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. And normally I'm annoyed by these stories because now I assume based on this, the op-eds are coming out, you know, why do the women have to dress like this? But I kind of get it, you know, really? I mean, again, not hating necessarily. No, hating it, but, Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a requirement for me to be able, just from watching you walk away, to be able to tell your social security number for you to be able to perform in this job. <laughs> right, you know I mean? exactly. It, it is the damnedest thing. I don't get it. I, I don't either. Meanwhile, ironically, if you notice, the actual swimmers are, like, wearing knickers. You yeah. know what I mean? Those things go down to their knees, but the girl on the handball court's wearing a thought. It's the, the, I agree. It's, it's nonsense. It's insanity. It really is. And but anyway, that's just one of the things the Olympics is that's okay. angry. So me. there's many things in the Olympics that anger you. One thing that infuriated me, I, I even tweeted about it, it. It's the women's gymnastics. I was really getting into that where they were qualifying. Actually, you know, they were qualifying to be the final two for the medal competition. Right. The team. Well, Simone Biles, before she had pulled out, w- was winning. Um, Jada Carey, or Jade Carey was second at the time. She had one routine to go, and that was the balance beam. And they said she needs a 13.7 or better to qualify for the team. She goes on her performance, and the commentators are saying, okay, well, there's one little wobble there, no big deal, you know, because they all, you know, you're going right. to swagger a little bit on the beam. And on her dismount, she took one step back. She goes, ah, a little back up there, not a problem. Okay. You know? Okay? She needed 13-7. I mean, the, the, these girls have been getting 14-1 to 14-7, you know, pretty okay. much the whole time. And this is to win gold. No, this is to qualify. To qualify. Okay, as, so as we're going a ways back. To with Simone Biles. This is this is like Sunday night, I believe okay. it was. Something so this like is that. the individual qualifier to make the, the for the team. Okay, I guess two of them make the team for the, right. you know the All medal. Right. Okay, so then the the color guy says, "Well, it looks like you know she'll be joining Simone uh, representing the United States." The score comes out. It's like twelve three. Twelve, and the guy's saying. I, for the life of me, cannot find out where the errors were in her routine. Where do these judges... Now, see, to me, this is like... This just screams conspiracy at me. It's almost like she's performing well, but then everybody else is done, and it's almost kind of like either A, some of the judges didn't like this girl... Right. Or B, the United States, we would really prefer to have this girl That's qualifying as well. And since she's done, you know, I don't really need her to have a, a really great score. I mean, when you have color commentators that are supposedly the experts right. sitting here going, I don't know where the errors were in her routine, and it's like two and a half points below what you think it should have been. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this is where, for, for me, and it's with anything, either Olympics, winter or summer, what I don't pay attention to is any any competition Judge. where it's subject, subjective scoring. 
for this reason, I mean, going back to when I was a kid, there's always some, you know, the Bolivian judge, you know, just everybody gives this score, and then the guy from Ukraine throws out a zero. It was just, it's completely subjective. I can't understand it, and it's gotten so complicated now where, like, there's a range of scores you can get based on the difficulty of what you're about to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not interested. I need something definitive. You know, I like swimming. Whoever touches the wall first wins. My Give me a ski yeah. jump. My, it was the farthest yeah. off the thing. My and- donkey brain can understand that. You know, your basketball, the more balls go Points. into the net, yes. that guy wins. You know, that this, this judging, it's just rife with that and it's weird because you know it's always the most talked about you know the it's it's the highlight of the olympics right the the especially the women's gymnastics team competition is a highlight i couldn't care less because it's meaningless these girls they put in all this work and all this time and such experts at the craft and it comes down to the opinion of some Fat slob from Yugoslavia. Is that even still a country? I'm not sure. No, <laughs> but but thank you for that little reminder right. anyway. See, I know stuff. I'm a history buff. Yeah, buddy. History is buff. that still a country? <laughs> um, no, Rick, but that's okay. It used to be. But, but that's it's just it comes down and it. How about the East German girl? Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I don't even Both understand. Both make great cars. Yeah. Hey, I am. I, I can't guarantee this but i am pretty confident if you're in germany there's still an eastern part of it so you could still be east german <laughs> yeah but i will die on that hill yeah but you're you do. i am east you united know another states thing that really irritates the hell out of me other than it's him? not like united states england the netherlands and russia no we have the russian olympic committee what the yeah, hell is that yeah why do they do that that's because they got Banned for steroids and blood doping. So? So they came up with a loophole that they're not actually representing Russia. They are representing the Olympic Committee of Russia. The same people that got caught doping? Right. Yeah. Well, no, actually, they were not allowed back, but still. Still what? Are they or not? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Not, Finkelstein didn't do it. All right. First of all, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> he's he, not. He's, he's a, just reporting the news. He's not making the news. He's an angry prime tonight. <laughs> yeah, you, you're having a hard time. I, I am pissed. I, I, I am I just see this. totally appalled at something that can come along every four years. Well, five in this case. And it just never ceases to infuriate me. It, I, I see this. <laughs> <laughs> You've been grumpy I, all day. I stick a last point on the the gymnastics thing though. It, it, like I said, oh, I'm e- not done. Oh, you're not. All right, no. well, hold on. Buckle up. <laughs> but even if the judges are of upstanding character, I still don't understand. Like you make the point, you know, she takes one little step back, and it should be no big deal, and that seems to be universally agreed. This is probably unpopular. What was it way back in the? Was it the early nineties? Carrie Strug was that go. her name? Yeah. Who? But she's the one who busted up her leg, right? Right. Snapped her ankle. Well, she come off, did that flip, landed on one foot, bounced about eighteen yeah. feet back, but managed to stay up and get her arms right. up. And it was the greatest triumph ever. But then other times, if your heels come up when you land, it's the end of the world. I just, I'm sure there's a method to it. I'm. I just I, that I can't understand, which is why I can't well, get into what should be the most what is the most watched part of the olympics and i can't get into it for that reason case of being during that qualifying simone biles came off the balance beam really nice you know exit but when she hit she was leaning backwards took three steps back almost fell right much higher score yeah that's what and and it's just it's notoriety it's favoritism and i and i think it's who Certain countries want to represent well, them, too, yeah. is what, is what I think. I have a solution for the step issue. You take the mat out. The mat is causing them to stumble. So you take the mat out, just have concrete or hardwood floors. <laughs> yeah. stick they look the like land. Cactus Jack in the concrete. They're grinning, sticking their tongue through the gap in their teeth. But, I mean. I was going to suggest sand, but I guess and, concrete's the same thing. And, you know, all you fat slobs. Oh, boy. On Twitter and Facebook and wherever else the hell you're at. Chaos so, and Disorder Pod on Facebook about 
how disappointed you are in Simone Biles and letting her country down and pulling out at a certain time, blah, blah, blah. You've done nothing. She's a reigning gold medalist. Yeah. She has trained for years. She is a young woman who is suffering, apparently, from some pressure competing in the Olympics. And you know what? If She, she can still compete individually. So she pulled out of the team, and they got a silver medal, and she has to take a couple of days to gather herself. If she wins four or five golds or a few silvers or something like that, all's forgotten, and oh, right. isn't she wonderful again? Stay off of this crap. If if you're going to be <laughs> angry, Whoa. Whoa. stay angry. Because, like, I can do it. Well, I can we, stay mad for years. Well, we, we know this. Staying mad is kind of your thing. I got to tell on myself now, but now I'm afraid because I'm afraid that beer bottle come <laughs> buzzing past my ear here soon enough. When I first saw... It won't go by your ear. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Hold on. <laughs> By your see, I could derail him really quick. It's a good show title, right? Yeah, that's what that's what I was doing. I was writing that. It was a little longer. That's a lot of letters. When I first saw the story this morning, I guess it was. I kind of was of that opinion. Not, but yeah, God, everybody, all these damn Gen Zers or Millennials, whatever she would be, like Naomi Osaka, and your mental health. I'm tired of this. You know, I got. I'm not. I'm being I honest. Agree. It was my first reaction. Nobody did this 20 years ago. I was here, you know. But then I saw her quotes, and it brought me right back to earth. It made me realize for the millionth time in my life what an asshole I was being. She said, for whatever reason. I'm not in the right headspace. All right, I hear that. I'm annoyed. And I, w- I was so out of it, I was going to hurt myself. And it was like, bang. Well, then obviously, yeah, yeah, she's flipping 72 times, 45 feet in the right. air. You know what? Yeah, if you're mentally in, in it, that makes sense. You could do a life-sustained, you know, and did a you life-enduring injury. No, no. I told you, I, don't, I can't watch it. Yeah. I mean, you could tell she was not on. Right. That, that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah she she and, really struggled. I mean, like I said, on the balance beam, she took two or three steps backwards mm-hmm. um, on the, um, what did they do those things? The, the pommel horse, you know, just wasn't sharp. Not pommel horse, but the yeah, vault. The men you do know. that, right? Yeah. yeah it's the they vault yeah. on the horse. Yeah. But, yeah. It just wasn't really sharp. And, and you could just tell. I mean, and yeah, if you're doing these uneven bars and you missed one, yeah. Not only could you break something, you could be freaking paralyzed. Well, and, that, and that's the point. That and that, that's what this is the conversation I'm having with myself after I was the big fat guy on Facebook <laughs> with my chest puffed out. You know, it was, she basically, it seems to me, and we don't know, it seems to me, for whatever reason, she's got the yips. Yeah. Well, if you if a pro golfer gets the yips, he looks like a dickhead on hole number 14 and has to withdraw. If a baseball player gets the yips, you remember, was it, uh, what was the second baseman? Pat Mears can't throw the ball to first base from second base anymore. You just look like an a-hole. Simone Biles gets the yips in the middle of the uneven bars. She could land on her head and be paralyzed. Right. Yes, she did the right thing for her. That that was smart. So I, I had to back way off. I apologize to Simone. I, luckily, unlike every other idiot and you in the world i don't post every inane thought i have on twitter instantly i just sort of digested it and realized and actually did believe it or not feel bad that, I, that but that was my first reaction i think the difference is don't post it and take a minute to think before you start doing that doing the tweeters right. don't do that i agree i'm angry about something with the olympics and it's not really about the olympics i'm angry about john rom rick I this man has going. had COVID, or is, uh, I should qualify that because it's going to get to my point, has tested positive for COVID no less than 37 times. Plus, he's fully vaccinated. Why is he not over in the Olympics playing golf? Clearly, here's what we know. John Rahm has some dead COVID virus in his nose. He has had it twice and been vaccinated. What are we doing? Why are we testing these people who especially who have had it and been vaccinated? What, what are we doing here? Isn't Japan doing the rectal swab? You just wanted to say rectal. Swab. <laughs> Gross. Be a good nickname for you. <laughs> Joined as always by our executive producer, Rectal Swab. <laughs> yeah. 
Hold on, I got more notes <laughs> to take. Hold yeah. on, rectal. Rectal swab, Finkelstein. Can we name the show Rectal Swab? Sure, why not? That might be a terrible name. No, it's, that is it, a pretty terrible yeah. name. It's a medical procedure to yeah. test for COVID. <laughs> but see, I'm getting worried. I see this. I, the Olympics. It's weird. You're doing it internationally. I almost throw out anything weird. And that Japan's happens. going crazy with the protection. You know the protective measures too. Um, but there's no fans, right? Yeah, yeah. And everybody's wearing these masks and everything. Is it running rampant over there or what? Yeah, yeah. They're in, I guess they're in the middle of some big well, wave. Why did they hold the Olympics? I guess I'm glad they held them. I, I was worried. I, I thought kind of like college basketball was ruined by not having any fans. College football was lesser than. The NFL was lesser than. I haven't really missed them in the Olympics. I, I haven't really noticed. You know, and they're not piping crowd music. Remember, they tried to do that awful yeah. crowd music for the NBA in the bubble last year. I haven't missed that so much. The mask thing irritates the hell out of me. So I've got the mask on, and then I get in the pool. Yeah, and I'm all around everybody, and I swim, and I get out and I hug everybody, and then I put my mask on to go stand on the medal stand. I mean, come on, yeah. it's it's just theater at this point. Of course, it but is. I'm getting worried with these testing requirements. Maybe it's necessary. I, I mean, we've we've done a good job of avoiding the 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 arguments that, that are around COVID. But this is one, as we get into the NFL season, as we move on, at some point we have got to quit testing people who aren't sick. If everybody's vaccinated or everybody who wants to be vaccinated is, we've got to stop doing this. This is going to happen over and over again. It's going to be before a playoff game or a championship game in some sport where we test some star who isn't sick, who has had COVID, and who is vaccinated, who did everything right, but because these tests, I don't even know if I trust these tests anymore, test positive, then the whole experience was ruined. If I'm John Rahm, I'd be going nuts, unless he didn't really want to go to the Olympics. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but um, that's another thing I don't like in the Olympics. Sports where maybe he has a jar of COVID, he just sticks on his tongue or something, <laughs> so he doesn't have to go so places. He have to go places. Yeah. <laughs> that's something you do. I I can't go to Walmart with you, dear. I got the bid again. This thing's a bitch. <laughs> oh, so you good on the Olympics? Who's had COVID more, Briggs or Rom? Oh, that's oh, close. Wrong. It's got to be wrong, man. <clears throat> I don't know. You were on a stretch there for about three months. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't prevent me from coming here, though. It, it was every Monday. All right, guys. Just think I should let you know. I licked a doorknob that was licked by a guy who had COVID. I'm going to get tested. I think I'm all right, but it's up to you if you want to do the show. Yeah, we'll do the show. Yeah. The next week, I've been coughing all day. The mailman's got COVID. Do you think we should do this show? You had COVID for about three straight months. Yeah, I did. And you were gagging and wheezing. Did That's you ever what? get tested? Yeah, I got tested. Did you? Yeah. yeah I never even went through that. I, I had to get wood. tested I never got sick throughout. I never even got cold throughout Because the my thing. daughter did have it. That's right. Well, that was one of the times. Yeah, we had to go get enough. tested. I had to take two weeks off of work. That's right. Just because of that, and it was turned out to be negative, and then um, I ended up getting the vaccination. So close to spring gobbler, too. Just if you would have held out a little bit yeah. longer. Get yourself quarantined was, in yeah, time for hunting season. Yeah, it was way back. Season. Yeah, it was terrible. I, I couldn't believe it. The timing was horrible. You but, still... hey, I bagged, too, so I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what are we going to do? Take a break, get some yeah, coffee? Yeah, so let's sell some What are we going to talk about when we come back? Oh, I got a good story for you. A good story? Yeah. You sure it's One that will really offend you, make you angry. Why, why are you trying to bring me down with you today? That's what I do. I don't know if I care for it. And we might have a little Patrick Peterson rant. Oh, okay. You know, he are did, we going to rant about him, or is he going to rant at us? Uh, about him ranting about his former, or the GM of his former team. Ooh, the GM of his former team. We could do that about the GM of our former affiliates, all 72 of them. So more of this goodness and more. More of this goodness and more. That sounded right. Let's yeah, go to commercial. Whatever. Here's some damn coffee. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect, no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. 
feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED15 and take 15% off your order. DEADSLEDCOFFEE.COM And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. You know what I've always wondered? Dead well, Sled, probably a lot of things. Well, yeah, a lot of things. Most of them I can't say in public. But uh, a great sponsor. Happy to have them. We don't want Dead Sled to ever go away. But why does a, co- a company who in the first line of their ad says they look to breed a culture of acceptance and respect, want to have anything to do with this abomination of a show. Because they respect and tolerate us. Well, they must be tolerant okay. to put up with this bullshit. I'll give them that. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the, the Patrick Peterson, you, know, you brought up, you know... I did not. You GMs. Did. <laughs> no, you said GMs of some of our former... Well, one of the 92 right. podcast affiliates or radio stations we buried, yes. Right. Well, I just saw on Twitter, and he put it out on Twitter. Remember our old friend Brian Snow, Snowman? Yes, yes. He just announced on Twitter that he has stage 3 pancreatic cancer. Oh, no. So, you're I kidding mean, me. No. Oh, so man. All the well wishes yes. in the world go out to him. Yes. Take a shtick break. That is terrible. Yep. Get, get well. Snowman, right? It's what he goes yes, by. Sir. Get well, snowman. That's, oh, God. Pancreatic. That's a bad deal there. But, yeah. Uh, you know, prayers that he has a full recovery and, uh, you know, thinking of you, buddy. So, Patrick Peterson. Now with the Vikings, which yeah. I, that was a quiet <laughs> that, signing. That came as news to everyone in this room. Yeah. Probably no other male who watches football, but it was a, it was a shocker here. But yeah, this guy's turning turned thirty one this month, as a matter of fact. And everybody thought he was going to be a Cardinal. Now he's a Viking. Well, now Patrick Peterson's taking shots at Steve Kim, you know, the general manager of the Cardinals. That, um. You know, he fed him basically bullshit leading up to his free agency. Okay. Um, not letting him know any of his status with the team, whether or not that's, I guess, is good business or, or whatever. But this is according to Peterson. He texted him and would not get answers back. And he just felt like. Everyone was avoiding him after 10 years with the Cardinals, and he's ended up with the Vikings, and he says he feels appreciated and not tolerated with Minnesota. Well, yeah, because he's the new hot chick in Minnesota. They were they were over. He was, he was your high school girlfriend in Arizona, right, exactly. and now he's the new hot chick in Minnesota. I, I, I get a little tired of that. I do, too. What I, do they owe him? Nothing. Other than the hundreds of millions of dollars they pay. Look, I get it. There should be communication. I guess there should. I don't know. I, I struggle with that. Who cares? Then right. you went to Minnesota and got a pile of money to play there, and you're happy there. So why? Yeah, why do you have to pile on somebody? What and, do they owe you, I guess, would be my question. Exactly. I mean, maybe, yeah, I mean, look, would it have killed them just to call them up or text them back? Look, Patrick, we're looking to move on. No, maybe that's what he should have done. But maybe he wasn't necessarily. That's what. True. That's where I'm surprised these players think they need to be. You know, they need to be told right away. I'm bringing you back, right? Or I'm letting you go. Those are both absolutes. Maybe that wasn't an absolute type of situation. I get it. I agree. And and. Too many, it, and he he comes up with this statement that we're grown men here. We're not in high school yet. It sounds like a little teenager crying yeah. because he didn't get his way. Yeah, yeah. It's, or being treated like a man, which mm-hmm. is always a great teenager yeah. thing. You know, well, I'm a man. I'm 16. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh oh. Here we go again. What are you doing? Just another one of those obnoxious websites. <laughs> you you can't look at those in the studio. We have a blocker for that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, Mitch put a filter on. Well, because we were stealing the Wi-Fi from the mortgage company next door, right? And so we can't, yeah. we can't get at. And that they're afraid stuff. of Mitch, so they won't say oh, yeah, anything. They'll mess with Mitch. No, I believe you're sitting over there watching porn, talking about Patrick Peters. No, actually, it was the CBS again. Uh, I think that's code for something. Oh, hold on. <laughs> go on. I'm just curious. So if I go to the hub, how about? Hold on. Mm -hmm. Hub? (laughs) Better nothing. (laughs) Well, you're supposed to be talking. I mean, I could get really dirty, but I mean, I I was being... You're saying get really dirty. All right, so if I put CBS in the search... Like I I told Mr. Frampton, uh, not Peter Frampton, but Andy. Andy. We are unrated, but we are not Rob Zombie director's cut unrated. Hey, by the way, while you're waiting... Do you want to talk about that? Nobody's waiting for him. What are we talking? Yes, let's talk about Andy Frampton, um, our good friend. Um, he is Project Humor Comedy Club at High Ground Brewing, Terra Alta, West Virginia. That is July 31st at 9 p.m. So if you're around uh, Terra Alta, West Virginia, anywhere... Get to High Ground Brewing and see Andy Frampton. I'd also, say within three, four hour drive, you should go see him. Exactly. Wait, that looks like it hurts. I'm sorry, what? Actually, <laughs> Massillon, Ohio. Massillon, you rude. Mas- well, what the hell? I didn't know what it was. How far is that from us? I'm not sure. It sounds like it's close. I feel like I hear about it a lot. Crackpots Comedy Club. Massillon. Massillon, damn it. Massillon. <laughs> yes. That's kind of like, um, do you ever notice people that aren't from Western PA? Like to pronounce Dubois as Dubois. 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 You know. No, <laughs> yeah, we're not that French. douchey around right. here. Two hours and seven minutes. It's not a bad run. Yeah, but he a, said it was down by Canton. That's huh? Thursday, yeah. August 5th. That's my birthday. It's a shame at, we couldn't. At 8 p.m. at Crackpots Comedy Club. We should kidnap Briggs and take him. Well, it's a shame we can't dupe the Hall of Fame into giving us credentials anymore because that's Hall of Fame weekend. We could have just gone out a day early and made a whole thing of it. Well... We do have a plan for that if we... Uh, we have a plan? Well, not really a plan. We had a solution, but... I think that's you know called us. a coup, not a plan. Oh, did, what? Was that Buster? Or, or who was that guy who's helping us out? The, the army guy? Buster Rhymes? I don't know. What oh, James, Jim. Yeah, that was going to get us oh. on the... Uh, well, Skippy That or... would be nice, yes. Skippy. Yeah. What the hell was his nickname? Let's get back to... <laughs> Jimmy D. Jimmy D. That's right. Over in Italy. Thank you for being in the army, Jimmy. But you're really slacking in uh, yeah. bringing Italy up in our. Because um, if we were listens. on the Armed Forces Network, we could get our. We 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 got credentials through them before. Definitely, definitely. Spain still too, Jimmy boy. I mean, I'm getting really disappointed here. <laughs> now, this chaos and disorder. I want it better. Analysis restaurant, entire massacre movement. I want this to move forward. What the hell is he talking about? You'll have to wait till around Thanksgiving. It was like word soup. What the hell did you just say? It was exactly. a soliloquy. <laughs> what? It made no sense. You want to hear another story that's irritating? I guess. Should should we sell some sandwiches first, or well, tell we just the story? Got back, I thought. Well, it's been it's been time. This is a short break. I'm looking at the producer. Yeah, usually like the a, producer produces the he, show. He's looking back at me like a billy break. goat. I mean, I have no <laughs> clue here. How, how long is your story? Um, It's not that long, but we could get on a rant about it. Oh, well, we'll sell some then, sandwiches. Then let's sell some sandwiches. All right. And then I, tell William your story. William was pretty busy. And then I'll rant, and then you can list dead people, and then we'll get out of here, and I'll go eat deer roast, which I'm very excited about. So all of that and more right after this. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, The Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. 
You can check them out on Facebook, but also at chopshopbutler.com. Or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania. And tell them Flager and Briggs sent you. You don't know what I did Friday night. You have no idea. Okay, I won't give you the patented Rick Briggs answer. Hold on. Gee, Rick, what did you do? I went to the chop shop. Poutine? Oh, I had the poutine. Had a boy. Had a burger. Yeah. Best burger in Butler. Maybe in Pennsylvania. Maybe in the world. The whole time. Mean, I've had them all over the world. I like that one. That was good. That was good. Had the burger. Started out with the poutine. Had the burger. And I went wild. For dessert. I was a good boy. And I cleaned my plate. So I got to have dessert. And they make a homemade oatmeal cream pie. Oh, hell yes. In that place. Oatmeal cream pie. Yeah. Never had it. And I wanted to what? I wanted no. to order a oh. I wanted to order a second one just to commit sodomy with. It was that good. <laughs> That's spot on. Yeah, I can't think tr- of any other way to explain. <laughs> just just shove it right down the front of my pants and sprint out of there gleefully. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. It was tremendous. Start the day with poutine, end with that oatmeal cream pie. It almost, hell, they could throw squid in between. It doesn't matter. That's a hell of a good meal. Squid between a cream pie? No, no, no. Once again, happy to report, no squid in the dessert. No, I'm glad. Because oatmeal squid cream wouldn't be good. You know, we keep bashing squid, but I guarantee Bill could make squid that you would eat and enjoy. Yeah. I think that's a challenge, Billiam. I know you're listening. No, I don't. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to eat squid. Make some Flieger-approved squid. But speaking, did we ever eat squid? Have, have we talked about yeah, we this? Have, we've talked yes. about. Have that. we oh, ever talked right. about squid? We've talked about <laughs> well, really no, squid we like actually, every show. <laughs> I understand. I mean, if we ever talk about what it actually tastes like, I can't remember. I think it's like shrimp. Like no, no, it's. To me, it's almost like it gets bigger the more you chew it, it seems like. I mean, it's like... I'll let you take that one. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. Does that, does that go with the CBS? Yeah, hold on a minute. <laughs> it's terrible. Do we have a new show title? <laughs> I don't even know how I would pray. That might be a t-shirt. No, I, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing that we want to print. Um, but anyway, speaking of sea shirt. creatures... <laughs> Here's something that irritated me even more Shocker. than squid. <laughs> or or the Olympics. Huh? Or the Olympics. Yeah. Well, okay. not maybe not infuriating it, but overall probably, you know, I was really angry at the Olympics for the moment. But, you know, it goes away after, you know, a couple of weeks. But this, Speaking this, of Olympic, if this get, kind of stuff stays forever. Three to five years. If you get a yeah. chance, check out the Argentinian volleyball team the women's volleyball team i highly recommend uh jersey number three i'll just leave it at that it, it's 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 the 21st considering century. they wear nothing on the bottom and we have to look at the jersey to see the number right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. it's a bit of a silly goose that one well, i'll just that's I'll just what say i was that. waiting for <laughs> yeah good egg a I good egg you. yep there we go a good egg and a silly and goose. a whale of a volleyball player well it's not yeah not that's leave that beyond question out. i'm sure it rivals your um uh-oh. Curling lovers? Oh, I haven't seen curling in a while. I got to see. They haven't had NBC Sports hasn't had Friday night curling. I hope I it's why. coming back soon. I guess because summer. Yeah, it's probably 112 degrees up there in Canada. 112 degrees. Well, they're not allowed on. to do anything. They're still like welded in well, their houses, aren't they? Because <laughs> they have that Nubs AstraZeneca vaccine yeah. that apparently is water. Did you see the Pacific Northwest? The fresh water was reaching and exceeding 70 degrees Fahrenheit, which is obscene for that area. I think but. it deserves a yay for that. Why? No. Why would yeah. that be? No. Of Fi- course. Like, it's literally cooking fish. Great. I love fish. <laughs> okay. <You're> fine. Yay! <laughs> I saw a story. We don't have to get into it. I want you to get to your story. But I just saw the headline that they're having those droughts out in California, and the real problem is the weed growers are stealing water 
and they're like they're holding up people to steal their water. Like they'll go to other businesses and rob them somehow of water at gunpoint. I didn't bother reading the what story. What do they do? Keep I, the water in jugs? I don't know. They're stealing like billions of gallons faucets? of water. I don't know. I am going to read what. Week wet. Week okay, wet. You talk about the way I wet. talk. Okay, yeah. Elmer Fudd over here. I'm going to regret <laughs> asking this. Do you like documentaries? I, I did some, yes. Go on Netflix and watch Murder Mountain. Murder Mountain. Yes. All right, let me jot that down. I and got a lot of notes here. And you will see that hoarding water and holding people at gunpoint for jugs of water is nothing. Really? Yeah. Humboldt County? Whew. <laughs> Is this in California? Yeah. Is this the weed growers? Yeah. Is this thing like an hour or less? Hour and well, a half? Or it's less? a documentary, so it's. Oh, is it I'm... a docu series? Yeah. All right. Sometimes those get me. I'll check it out. I I saw a documentary similar. It was about the South American coffee trade. Oh yeah, that was Extremely good. Extremely cutthroat murders. <laughs> you would... I mean, you know, it, it's like a freaking cartel. You would swear that it was a drug cartel. Yeah. Well, what I'm curious about with the water situation, so it's the the weed farmers, the weed growers. So they're holding up, they're robbing people to get water, to yep. grow weed, to make money. Right, right. If you're so brazen as to just rob people, why don't you just rob people for money and not be out in the damn dirt in the heat all day? Probably make more selling drugs. Drugs. So, I guess if you rob somebody, just take their water. Maybe it's a lesser of a crime. Than... I don't know. They seem to think it was a pretty big deal based on the, the article. I see. What I don't get, though, is how how are they stealing water? Don't they have water faucets over well, out there or what? Well, the first thing was, I guess, they're, they're tapping into fire hydrants, so they had to put some type of locks on them or some they just had to get rid of, which seems kind of like uh, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, right? But, yeah, the other one I didn't understand. They were actually robbing people at gunpoint. I don't know if it was tanker trucks. You know, no, you know I didn't read the whole article. I probably could have. But. True story. Oh, oh, here we go. Florida, hashtag Florida man. No, is it, is this, this is a, North Carolina man. Oh, hashtag North Carolina. Down, down in North Carolina, the golf course that I had, we had, um, of course, a maintenance facility was here. Not too far from it was the pump house in, in the irrigation pond. What they used to call my dorm room in college the pump house. Oh, yeah. oh wait, we have a button for that. Yeah, more like the master stroker. Anyway, <laughs> do we have yet another show? Yeah, I, I can't name this thing four things. We got we're gonna have to pick one. Anyway, my irrigation pond was was pretty shallow for irrigation ponds. It was probably only I'm gonna say maybe. 10 feet deep, you know. That seems deep. It's not. Okay. I mean, think about it. You're, you're drawing water from it basically daily, and it's getting heat hit with 90 to 100 degree heat at all times. So you're on the eastern side of the mountains in North Carolina. I was in Durham. Oh. I was in the heart of the Piedmont. Some might call it East Carolina. But don't say East Germany. Bring anyway, have a hissy fit. Actually, it's it's Central North Carolina, so we'll just get out of that East and West stuff. All right? Sick burn. Anyway, yeah. Get bogged. Mr. Geography. So, <laughs> Yugoslavia country. So, Hell yeah. As the drought progressed this one year down in North Carolina, my irrigation man's primary job was to arrive early in the morning, and we had procured. <laughs> oh, procured, yeah, I think, is doing a lot of work there. In I this like sentence. where this is going. <laughs> we had procured a fire hydrant wrench. <laughs> oh, no. And that was his job. Turn that damn thing on and let that water get into because it flowed right into the irrigation right. pond. Because I was dangerously low on water. That sounds like it may be a crime. No, I don't I think, know if it was or not. I don't Nobody know said if anything. theft of service is a crime. I mean, no, I think it's theft of water. It went through a meter somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> so somebody <laughs> the, was paying for the, it. The it's not you. Right. The county paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pay taxes. To hell with it. I pay your but salary. It, it got so bad that summer that even that didn't work, and the water was so warm. In the irrigation pond, 
it had gotten up over 90 degrees. It's like a hot tub. Yeah, exactly. A hot spring. I ordered 30,000 pounds of ice. Dry ice or regular ice? Ice. Uh. Oh. At least it was the top end. <laughs> For a change. <laughs> That's just disgusting. <laughs> Trying to hold an intelligent conversation here. Barely. Because he, he just asked me when you were throwing dry ice <laughs> well, in a I know. And you're arguing this is that an intelligent, intelligent conversation. At all, How is that not... Like, the free... Uh, the freeze point of dry ice is significantly lower than... Did you ever hear anybody, <laughs> anywhere, have 30,000 pounds of dry ice? I'm sure dry ice companies have 30,000 pounds of dry did ice. Did I buy a dry ice company? You, no, you logic, didn't say where you bought it from. That's fair. His logic is unassailable. It really See, that's is. where it's like an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> Instead of listening to the damn story, is I had to unload right. ice cubes... I'm a grad into... school student asking significant scientific so questions. So did you buy them like in five pound bags? What does 30,000 <laughs> 30, no, pounds of ice look like? actually they were in 30 pound blocks. And that's a reasonable question. Did you buy five pound? Did you go to Sheets and did you buy five? No, 30. That was a good question. Thank Rick. you. Yes. Thank you. 30 pound blocks. Your shit together, Finkelstein. Yeah. That we actually Where had to ball? put into, well, I had a thousand gallon sprayer and a 500 gallon sprayer. And we had to hose down our greens with ice water just to cool them down. I mean, they were literally frying. That's a great story, right? Thank you. Thank you. And I actually had an uh, article written about me because it was ingenious. Well, did they make any mention of breaking the fire hydrant in that story? No, that had nothing to do with uh, it. We were talking about the ice. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not dry ice. All right. Though. Did you know? Hurry up. I'm getting hungry. That marine experts and advocates in Australia... They're urging the public to refrain from using the word attack in reference to sharks, declaring that the majestic predatory fish has been unfairly stigmatized as a deliberate killer. Now you know damn why it, I'm angry. Damn it, damn it, damn it. So now we're worried about hurting sharks' no, feelings? No, wait a minute. Now let's hear the whole story because oh, okay. it's and not killer whales. If so, yes, exactly. <laughs> Instead, officials have suggested that violent run-ins with sharks be dubbed with more neutral words, <laughs> such as interactions. Others have, <laughs> uh, others have suggested swapping the word with the terms negative encounter, incident, <laughs> or simply bites. Shark attack is a lie, said University of Sydney language researcher Christopher Pepin Neff. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Pepin Neff. Tells me all who I need argued to know. that a majority of what people call attacks are merely nips and minor injuries from smaller sharks. Nips. Why don't you tell that to the guy that, that's sitting in a wheelchair <laughs> that a 20 pound or 20 foot great white decided yeah. to nip his ass? <laughs> All right. Even a 20-pound shark. Yep. That's also, doing damage. He also told the Aussie outlet that such phenomena were once called shark accidents prior to the 1930s when prominent Sydney surgeon Victor Coppelson began calling them attacks. That horrid Victor Coppelson. Bastard. The change marked a shift in mood as shark nets were also being implemented on Australian beaches at that time. Government agencies have also begun to adopt new language, including the Department of Primary Industries in South Wales, which has worked with Shark Survivors Support Group, Bite Club, to, <laughs> I to identify more sensitive vocabulary to describe an audience with a shark. An audience with a shark, you're a freaking meal. What is wrong with people? He is angry prime this week. <laughs> Here's, number one, th this is just over-educated blowhards trying to justify their existence. If that's educated, I'm glad I'm stupid. Well, and, and you are that. So exactly. That, that, that and and I'm proud favor. of it. Yay, give me one. Here, here's what. No, you don't get to call for a that's yay. That's two for you. For nonsense. You. Here's what people need to understand. And this just isn't about the shark. In 
love fest or whatever the hell they want it to call. But it's everybody in the United States, all you 19-year-old liberal arts majors who just want to change the language. Take whatever awful word you're not allowed to say anymore and today name it something else. The connotation is the same. It's just as offensive. It's why my mother still used to hit me with the silver spoon or the silver spoon, the wooden spoon, when I'd say, gosh darn. Because no, no, that means you were thinking that bad word. You just didn't say it. Whack. It's the same thing. So like that awful word I call you all the time, if I just change it to sunglasses, now sunglasses means that word. It's just as offensive. Somebody's going to figure it out one day, and you're not going to be allowed to say that. And to the point where there's no words left, and then it sounds like having a conversation with this idiot where it's basically just grunts and clicks the whole time. You obviously don't understand the whole ramification of the story, Rick. And let me read you the last paragraph. It'll clarify everything. I overreacted. I apologize. Leonardo Guida. (laughs) I don't think you can say that. Nah. Shark researcher at the Australian Marine Conservation Society told the Sydney Morning Herald the change is important because it helps dispel inherent assumptions that sharks are ravenous, mindless, man-eating monsters. To describe shark interactions more accurately helps improve the public's understanding of sharks and how they behave, he added. The move is indicative of a wider trend in animal advocacy as seen in People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. We all know what that is. Recent campaign to denounce insults that implicate animals, such as calling someone a chicken or a pig. <laughs> also, that's oh, <laughs> I remember when, yeah. That... Now, doesn't that just clarify? Make everything, it makes everything fine yeah, now. It does pull it together. So, right. so I have a question for you. Yes. It was about six years ago when the bath salt thing was really kicking off, give I or got, take. I got clean. Quit bringing it up. There was that one specific one down in Florida where the guy, like. Oh, he's eating faces. Right, so we can't call that an attack. It's a negative encounter. Right. Yeah. I'm sure the guy that had his face eaten off, eaten off, nined off, eaten, eaten, gnawed, ripped, <laughs> gnawed, swallowed. <laughs> but do you know that 13 shark-related human deaths worldwide last year, but the vast majority of shark encounters can be chalked up to their curiosity, scientists say, as the 450... Doesn't change the fact the bastard ate your leg off, as, no matter what you call as it. As the 450-million-year-old shark species is only just beginning to understand us humans. They don't give a shit no. about us. They eat us. Yes. Simple as that. And they are so stupid. <laughs> And they should eat us. You're out to frolicking around in their on their dinner table, which is the ocean. You yeah. get what you got coming to you. And, Don't and start nothing, won't be nothing. And there was a link in the middle of this story that I really wanted to investigate, but we don't have time. But I'll give you the high, or the title of it. Drunk man killed by shark while wading into sea to relieve himself. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Just stand on the beach and let her go. You don't need to go into the water. <laughs> I feel like that's a public well, indecency yeah, way to that. <laughs> what would you rather do? Be indecent in public or a, sh- or a shark supper? Oh, that's a valid point. Mm. Well, I spend a lot of time in the ocean, so it's, I think oh, it's yeah. just an inherent risk. It's what you do. If a shark what would gets you me, rather do? I mean, given the choice, there's yes. two options. Yes. Take a whiz in front of a bunch of little children on the beach or get bit by a shark. No, I'll, get... Eaten by a shark. Well, I'll probably take the whiz. What do we keep looking at? It's like a big, lantern flying yeah, behind you. a big you. thing flying around. What? What? There. It's your job as producer. No, no, no. That's Mitch. I'm out. No, it's your job as producer to get a hold of Mitch, tell him he is not performing his duties properly. I am not telling him that. I will leave it. Am, I'll am leave I a, right or not, Rick? I'll leave a memo. It's not my job. Well, <laughs> then you leave sure. the memo and you sign it. Okay, I don't have. Oh, God. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I I think I've had it. This 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 show is a bunch of nonsense. Did we talk about anything? Sharks, Olympics, kinda kinda. Um, 
You know what? We'll go out with salt water instead tonight. Soul. Salt water. He's, yeah, that's fitting with the shark. Well, we talked about Tony saving the guy, and oh, yeah, people yeah. didn't like that. Get off, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. That was a legit get off my lawn. Yeah, too. they actually said yeah. it. All right, well, if you're still listening, God bless you. You are one of the three or four bestest listeners that we have. Check out more of this nonsense. nonsense. We don't hate you. Yeah. At Chaos and Disorder, Chaos and Disorder Pod on the Facebook, AsylumFantasySports.com. And don't forget to check out on AsylumFantasySports.com Friday night, half-hour bite-size episodes of the Asylum Fantasy Sports Show. See what he did there? Bite-size? Back. Oh, it all ties together. I'm hungry. Get out of my studio. Until next time. We'll see you. Take care. Put a ribbon on it. Gassy tonight. So, so that whole handball thing? Yeah. The missus and I were watching, and we were watching water polo. And I laughed. I was like, you know, it'd be a lot easier if they just took the water away. Next up, commercial comes on for handball. I'm like, what the hell is that? It happened. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what would be a lot easier? If I had a million dollars. No. Damn, that, bummer. Maybe next time. Do you want to talk about band camp anymore? No, Rival Why are you being... packed up already? The fine, the outro music hasn't even stopped yet. He's halfway out the door. Angry pride. Second, I'll be at the door. I don't know what language to go with. I think still a river derchi. You got definitely a tie. Yeah. For Jimmy. Yep, that was for Jimmy again this week. A river derchi. Bye, horse. <laughs>